Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, XTENDAV.com. Hello. It's time to get serious about podcasting, (laughs) and we're going to do it right here. Starts right here, right now. That's what a lot of the other podcasts are missing right now. They don't understand the importance and the gravity to big-time High leverage situation podcasting, and that's what I believe we have right here, right here today. I mean, we got a big week, Kenny. Big sports week, and people have been sleeping on it because it feels like it's been two weeks. Feels like it's been two <laughs> weeks since the Cavs played a real basketball oh, game. Five so more. It, yeah, I was about to say. I think it's been a month since they. Played Holy, a, real a month! Yeah. Would you go back to the what? Holy Philadelphia. Tuesday, yeah. When was that Philadelphia game? When seventeen seventy six. Joel Embiid, perfect. <laughs> uh, Joel Embiid uh, got unceremoniously discharged from the game, and then they brought it back. And then they gave him more points. Oh, my God, that's they right. They said, here you go, here's more points. That's right. Not only did we, not only do we, we can't have you fall out, you're going to be the MVP, but was, we're going to reward you with more points. That was like mid-March. This is, come on, is that how long I'm ago I'm serious, was? That, was, that was mid-March. Yes. That was an ESPN game. And then, other than that, I mean, we had a big Knicks game, but was it a big Knicks game? Did you get the best out of either team? You didn't have Julius Randle, you didn't have Jared Allen. I don't think either team was necessarily I, I showing totally what they could disagree do. Disagree with Double A. Okay. There's a there's a surprise. Double A. Oh, Andrew Barry shouldn't answer for anything of the bad picks no, that he's I made. That's not how life works, Double A. No, I meant it like that. No, like, no. Why keep them down? Like it, you already have enough baggage in yeah, play. There's some more baggage. A guy who just got arrested in Harris County, Texas. Yeah, there's some more baggage mm-hmm. for you. We already have enough baggage. And when you add more baggage, that's what you say when you fire people. You go, I can't believe you have all this baggage and you've brought more baggage to the situation. Goodbye. Well, that's what you do, <laughs> double A. No, no, but you were saying, at the time that I said it, you were, you were making, I believe. What was I doing? I believe you were making a case to keep Perry on here. Like, you know, why I not? I was making the case why they would keep Perry on here. I have no defense of Perry on Winfrey. I did not pick him in the fourth round. Andrew Barry did. So my whole thought was that they are going to hold on to him until they could find somewhat of a suitable replacement. Because you can't trust a guy, even if he were exonerated of all this. He's not put himself in good positions. And I guarantee 
there's no way their security detail, and here we are talking about the Browns, even though we started about the Cavs, mm-hmm. there's no way their security detail is like, oh, yeah, he'll be fine. They're all allegations. He's only been arrested. But even if he's exonerated, there's no way they're not thinking about their future without him. But they're in a position where they don't have a lot of depth. So right now they have to, quote, let the legal process play out and see where it goes. I almost wish we could go back to what happened 10 minutes ago about the missing uh, keys that's sitting here in the in our studios. and a lot of people Nobody has that, claimed them. A lot of people have wondered it, Double A. <laughs> I almost wish we'd go back to an era when AA actually uh, paid money for an actual shirt as opposed to the one you're rocking right now, which is Lower.com with a trademark. What is that from? Where did you do that from? Columbus Crew. They they no, always giving it out. No, he signed up for a credit card. I did not sign up for did a credit card. Not this time. Did you sign up for a credit card to get a T-shirt? No, not, no, not this time. I did uh, not see. Uh, hey, no. when, you, when you were in college... <laughs> What's what? What did you sign up for for free stuff? What did you sign up for a credit card for? I did not start. I signed up for one credit card in college. It was after college, when I was like, okay, let me get a second one. And why am I giving out my financial whoa, information? Whoa, whoa, but yes, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait a minute. You, then you got a second one. I signed up for one credit card in college. Then I signed hmm. up for a second one to pay for the first one. <laughs> to go. Want to know how the fourth one came about? Okay, (laughs) and you had four credit cards, double A? Three. (gasps) Double A? No! Yeah, what are you doing? But I I do a great job paying it all back. I do a great job. Do you? I do. Because of college, because of college, and because of the debt that was added up, I had to get credit cards so I could kind of rebuild my credit. And so far, I've done a good job of rebuilding my credit. Boy, that's the thing about credit cards or about your credit. You don't get credit for never having a credit card. Right. That's right. the that's the, the worst thing about credit. It's like, well, have you had any bills? No. Well, they have why is my credit score two hundred? I've never been late on a bill. Have you had any bills? Well, no. Well, there you go. You're screwed. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. What what what, what does this mean? That sucks. That's the that's the stuff that they did, do not I, tell you until adulthood. I signed up for one credit card in college. Nobody told you? Wait, what? I did not know. Well, I knew about credit scores and and all of that stuff, but you're always discouraged from signing up f- for credit cards. Like, because if I had a bunch of credit cards in college, it's just oh, free money, spend, 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 spend. You know, no problem. That's the only part I heard about. But then I hear like what Ken just said. It's just as important. It's like you have to you have to spend on the credit card and make sure you pay it back to build on the credit. Did you have anybody, let's say, in your late teenage years, did you have anybody that you were looking, openly searching for guidance, mentorship? Did you have anybody in your corner that you could run this by, This type, these types of things? Because I knew at a very early age, I did not have the same nuclear family as everybody else. So it became pretty clear early on that I needed to find some people that I thought would be able to make hay out of certain situations that I was confused about. So I was always looking for mentors. I was always meeting with other kids' parents. I did that. I would I would set up an appointment. Kate, I have to tell you that? No. I'd set up an appointment with some of the successful parents in our school district. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, because I, I didn't know what I was doing, and I was going down a path that was not going to be good. I mean, I was, I was getting good grades and all that. 
but I wasn't going to go to college, which is fine, but I was also not going to go into the trades. So I wasn't going to do anything. I didn't know what to do. Uh, you were going to be one of those. You're just going to be a philosopher. <laughs> I was going to sell knives and just lay out. No, you weren't even going to do that. I had a buddy who went to a, who was selling knives meeting. He went to the meeting, and uh, so he he comes back. <laughs> we're all over the place right now, but I don't care. He comes back. And he goes. He goes. <laughs> he he needed a job. I I almost gave away his name. And he says, "I'll never forget." We're at the college radio station. And he, he says, he, I went to this meeting. Yeah. Well, it's odd. This one guy came up and this other guy came up and then they want me to get, they want me to buy the knives, but they also want you guys to sell knives too. I go, what do you no. mean? I go, they were like, we were like, we told you it was a pyramid scheme. Yes. We told you it was a pyramid now, scheme. He goes, I know they didn't say it was a pyramid. Now scheme, the thing though. about pyramid schemes is there are some people that make some money. There really They're are. They're at the top of the pyramid, though. Yeah. Well, the whole point is trying to uh, build some credibility, build some trust that you can get in at a time where you can actually make some money off of it. I got swept into a potential pyramid scheme because I worked at the golf course. Yeah. I was there every day at the golf course, and these guys started showing up in really nice cars and we had a good rapport, yeah. always talking. Oh, they're always like, Anthony, you're wasting your talents. You've got to come here. And then they started giving me this brochure. And the brochure was always about showing up at a conference at a hotel at Columbus or Cleveland or whatever. And they were always revolving. Starving artists at the airport Marriott. That's kind of what it was. I mean, and this was, hey, you look the part. You would fit right into the, the, the situation here. And look at the car he's driving. He's Two years older than you. Look at the car he's driving. It was always about cars, yep. even though I didn't care about cars. But I, That's I knew because I did care but, about cars. Uh, but I'm not as good looking as you. But all my all my friends cared about him too. All my all my friends cared about him, and so they would appeal to those. I might have got roped sensibilities. In. It wasn't about money. No one knew what money was. No one knew what was good money versus what was bad money. I was always walking around with five hundred dollars in my wallet because I was delivering pizza. So yeah. I had all this money and tips from the golf course. But that wasn't. I didn't know if that meant I was doing well or doing bad. I just knew always I wanted cash, which is stupid because you get robbed. Go one place you're not supposed to, and then it's kind of silly that you have all that money around. And I almost went. They almost wrote me in. The The kicker was they never told you. The buy-in was like 200 bucks. You had to get in at some point. Yeah, that was cool. Go to the hotel. Get your free breakfast. Get your free lunch. Uh, watch some speakers. And then they're going to evaluate you, almost like you haven't been chosen yet. But the reality was, if you brought two hundred dollars, you were you were picked, and then they would tell you how to do it. And to this day, there were a couple guys that got in. When I got in, they ended up making some money. So had I have gotten in at that time, I would have made some money. But they made it their lives, and so eventually, did, did that money get squandered? Eventually, you never you never know. And then I started googling. So the internet, for all you young listeners. It hadn't been fully fashioned at all. There were a lot of things it did not have information about. But I remember I started Googling this company, Googling this company, and one day a bunch of people on a message board were talking about what a pyramid scheme it was. And not just a scheme, but a scam. And I looked into it, the exact same brochures, the exact same language, and then started to see people drop names. Did you get nervous? And and then I'm like, oh, my God. Because you're reading it. And it almost happened to you. It almost happened to me. Now, 200 bucks, but what ultimately were they looking for? They're probably not looking for just 200 bucks. 
they're probably looking for more down the road in the investment and the seed money. It always gets more and more and more because 200 bucks, you know, for a kid. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But if you have cash like me, 200 bucks was nothing as I was walking around $500 all the time. They knew that. They knew that I, I it's just the life I was living at that time. We're gambling on the golf course. They saw I had cash. And I think that's what drew them to me. And I, I could handle myself talking. And I think about now looking back, what pieces of garbage that these guys were and the way that they made it seem like we're cool. And Hey, uh, stop to the bar. I know you're only 19. Come to the bar. Let's get some drinks. And I did. And I thought that was cool. Go to the bars, go get some drinks. Meanwhile, I'm driving across town doing this like at 19 years old. It's amazing how easy it is to get swept into something at a young age and the manipulation behind it and the psychological warfare that's going on. And it's sad. Like looking back, like what pieces of garbage? Like I, I, I can't imagine any of these guys ended up successful in life. Well, can I take it? A, can I yep. take it a step further? What? When I was in college, and I'm gonna, oh boy, I'm, we're eventually gonna get to Evan Mobley being a defensive player of the year. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna lay another layer on this. When I was in college, this is where I, re- I had had questions before. But this is where I really had my first major problems, going to say it, with organized religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've, if anybody knows me, they know my wife and I are pretty devout and uh, pretty religious people. But I have a good, strong, very strong, healthy, questioning, arm's length relationship with organized religion um and there's been several reasons why i don't i always wonder with it's it's weird you walk through life you anthony looking for what's the hook what's their angle you've questioned everybody and no trust and you've actually warned me about some people and and they've actually really only wanted something from me and i've been burned by that and i've had to be careful about that you you've actually led me down a good path you are my Messiah in that way. Um, but this was my first one because I, I do. I wonder what is the hook? What Where is the, is, the this about, is this about the glory or is this about the, the person? What is this about? And there was this guy and he was my buddy. And I'm, I'm going to try to keep names out of this as best I can. I went to Akron. My buddy went to a school that is down the road from Akron. Hint, hint. And his RA... And it, like, it wasn't just my buddy. It was like a lot of my buddies ended up going to that college. And then we met other guys from other schools that are in the area because a lot of people go from the area end up going to one of the two colleges. They're in either Portage County or Summit County, right? And so you end up meeting a lot of people. So I did. I spent a lot of time at another college that I'd never went to, hanging out, partying, whatever. It was very close. And our freshman year, like I got to know a lot of people at the dorms because you had to stay at the dorm uh, that they stayed at. And there was this guy who was like a resident advisor and his whole thing was youth, youth, group, youth ministry, the whole thing, you know, come on out, come on, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm not, you can call me a lot of things, I am not a hypocrite, okay? I I don't sit there and besmirch you for going for having a drink. I have a drink. 
I don't think I'm better than you for what for just because I open up a Bible. That's not how I feel about it. I'm very I'm very open minded about a lot of things. And um, boy, I watched that Jim that Jerry Falwell thing, and I see that I got real pissed during mm-hmm. that. I you told me about that on Hulu, and I lost my mind. Anyway, uh, I got very upset about certain things. But I'm in college, and he's and I remember he got my one buddy in trouble for for drinking underage and he I mean, it totally didn't need to do it now he was an ra and he, like i remember he wasn't on duty and he's like well we have to do this this is this is a this is a breaking you've broken the rules you've broken the trust but what i'll do for you is i'll pray for you and we're going all right this guy he's devout man he must be in on it and even my buddy who got in trouble didn't he wasn't happy at the time but he got over it right i gotta tell you it's it's for your own good i'm older than you it's for your own good you'll see and it was all youth group things like that right so a couple months later it's about this time of year it's about april right and he this is the beginning of facebook freshman year facebook you know this is the beginning of that um he has a buddy hey i'm friends with this person and he sends me a message, and I, I go to him, oh, yeah, that guy's good. And it was basically the same type of situation you were just talking about. Now, not the same company and things mm-hmm. like that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Because it was about making money, and I go, well, what's it entail? What's the job? And they wouldn't tell me the job. <laughs> and it was, do you have, like, do you have $200? Da, 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 da. Do you have $200? And I kept going, what is the job? They never told me the job. And finally, I looked at them, and I, and I said his name. I go, what? is the effing job none of you are telling me the job and i went gd it's a pyramid scheme ken how could you think of me i go you won't tell me what the job is 
clearly. You won't tell me go, what it is you I, do I, I here. Sat there, we're in the hallway. I'm looking at I'm looking at the guy going, oh, you can tell I'm upset. You won't tell me what the job is. All these people can hear. Shh, keep your voice down. Keep. Well, you're not telling people what this job is. Are you starting a cult? What is going on here? All in play. Yeah. Long story short, I was asked to leave. Um, <laughs> and I told him, hey, keep your eye on this guy. He's a fraud. His friend's a fraud. They're frauds. And I cut, I, I, I'm printing out my Facebook, I'm printing out this my is, Facebook messages, the whole deal. I mean, it was this a is, whole And I thing. think you should leave long drawn out sketch where he just keeps going around going, they won't tell me what the job is. They won't tell me what they it entails. They simply won't tell me. They won't tell me. You're on your knees begging. Like, just tell me the job. Are these foot fetish videos? <laughs> what are we doing? It pays, just tell me what the job some is. Some of them pay well. You don't even tell, have to put your face on it. Tell me the job. This is well before OnlyFans. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sitting, and then they're like, yeah, he tried to rope me in. And this guy ended up, like, getting in trouble for schemes. And, and I'm like, man, this guy... It was all youth group, ministry, let's go on these, not excursions, Uh, what do they Mm. call them? I thought Uh, they were excursions. Go on to mission trips. Yeah, mission trips. Uh, And and it was was a total, it was a farce. It was a farce. The guy was a farce. He was enrolled at the school, but he was a clown and a charlatan. And And that's never, I've never forgotten that. And that's why, like... Man, when it comes to religion, if you if you want to tighten me up, it, it, like I'm pretty I'm pretty wild person. I say a lot of people like when I go over to do TV, I said a lot of those a lot of those anchors, they're journalists, they're pretty buttoned up. They treat me like a wild animal at the zoo. And uh, you want to you want to tighten me tighten me up? And start start bringing up start bringing up organized religion around me, and then there's going to be cause just because I remember that, and I'm always looking what's the angle. What's the angle, man? Because I think I think the preacher wants to do. In the words of Charlie Daniels, I think the preacher wants to do a little walking too here, bud. I get a little worried. And so, and it's not not all because of yeah, that. I, I told know. you, my people, mother was quite taken with a televangelist years ago. Yeah, people are but, well. Who wouldn't at that time? Well, it was because it was were, a woman. They were doing some amazing so, things yeah. back then. Yeah, uh, I, I I would laugh. I mean, when I was when I was like eleven years old, I, I gotta admit, Rod Parsley is very entertaining. Well, I would watch those televangelists. Uh, no names here, but I'd watch them, and I would sit there and I would just ask people around me, like nobody really believes this, right? Like this is. This is funny. Like, I would laugh out loud at what I was seeing, and I know that'll make some people say, wow, Anthony, your cynicism knows no bounds. Like, can't you have a good heart and, hey, understand that people are getting whatever healing they truly need? It might not necessarily be a back pain or whatever, just because somebody throws their hands on you and it's the power of God and the will of God. Like, I think we all understand a lot of that is a metaphor and it's it's – it yeah. ha- it, it's, a, it's a deeper, deeper thing. But, I mean, at 11 years old, I'm asking people, like, this is – you guys you guys, oh, you guys uh, aren't laughing at the circus act I, I, that you are watching? I will get – I will get – I'm sure from this podcast, I will get emails, and I will probably not respond, and I will – like, folks, Liz is very well read in the good book, and I am very well listened in the mm. good book. But I am – I am very steadfast in not judging people who aren't and not being that type of person. I cannot stand that type of thing. And I do think, and I automatically, 
And it's not fair to people who are trying to do the right thing by what their beliefs are, I'll tell you that. But anytime my 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 antennas go up, I can't help it. Because I've just seen so many people use religion in 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 a bad way, in a in a in just an awful way. I mean, there are people there are people who use religion, who go to religion. My mother, and, and, and this is part of it, my mother was a tortured soul from childhood, and we've discussed this a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to discuss it all. There's, there's still uh, definitely petals to pull away from that onion. My mother was a tortured soul from childhood and, and poured herself into religion to, to find some, some meaning. Um, and, and, I, and I just I find those people to be the most repugnant the ones that take advantage of people like my mother, my people mm. who are looking for any sort of deeper meaning to life, looking for a way out, looking for happiness in a world that's been cruel to them from the very beginning. And if you can take advantage of somebody like that, I mean, Lord Almighty, I, I certainly hope there's a hell, and I hope you're going there. It's terrible. It's, it's just mm-hmm. the worst type of thing I could think of. We're way away from Evan Mobley being defensive player. Of the year. What do you say, got over there, it's, Double it's, it's okay. You want to speak? No, brother? I was gonna say is is. I think sometimes, I think sometimes you feel guilty by questioning because I actually felt the same way when I was younger. Yeah. Like okay, I'm you know we're watching you know who, uh, doing some things on you know local television. It's like oh wow that's cool. And then like, <laughs> there are times where. You're, I was the stupid kid that was like, oh, you know what? Let me try it. And you just fall. And, and, and that's just well, it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't – my whole thing is I, I just question I – don't, I don't necessarily question my beliefs. Or excuse me, I, we, I think we always question our beliefs. I don't, to me, I don't question the existence of God the way that a lot of people do. And I think that it's perfectly natural and human to question the existence. You don't of want to be forced. I don't is, want to be that, forced. Is that what it is? <laughs> like I, I, like I listen to Bill Maher, and I respect Bill Maher's opinions, but I disagree with Bill Maher's opinions, mm. right? Um, but I also look at this from going, I'm not going to be. I don't, in my eyes, I don't question the existence of God, but I question a lot of the people that claim that they are preaching the words of God. And that really that that is where I am. I mean, again, any any preacher, I I look at with a with a side eye. How much of this is going to impact how you? Because I I've talked to Liz and I've seen I've seen some of her activity on the social media sites, so I'm I'm fully aware with uh, where her mind is at on a lot of this stuff. So you have three boys. And, you know, they're to that age. Now, I was trying to think about how old I was when I first started going to – I was not in Catholic school, but I, I took what we call PSR. I know there's um, – what, catechism. Uh, it was so, CCD. No, I'm not Catholic, yeah. but my friends went to CCD. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I was in that. Double A, I think, with the, you just pointed. You no, I, 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 I had other uh, neighbors who went to okay. that. Yeah, yeah so I, I did all that stuff. And it was, it was really good because we'd go over to a family's house – uh, you'd be with your friends, be a Monday night, which was treachery. I mean, I'd be, I would be sitting there all day at school on Monday going, uh, you know, especially, especially at the like eighth grade, ninth grade, like really going to do this. 
Um, but I'd get a meal out of it, which was nice. And, you know, it <laughs> would for the finer things. And, and it was almost in a way that was the stuff because you're, you're with people, you know, you're with people you trust. Mm-hmm. This isn't some, you know, snake oil salesman from another town that just bursts through and, Hey, uh, my name's Thomas Anthony. I want to get to know you. Like there's, there's more of a buy-in. When it comes to that, and I thought that was actually pretty powerful in my life. And I was doing the youth group thing. I was doing like all of them. Like I was doing a few. I was doing the Lutheran uh, one because I, I, I had some friends. We we had one in Solon where I, I got to be honest, uh, I'm not going to use the, the name of it. At the time, I was always wondering, boy, we're doing a lot of singing. We're doing so much singing. And everybody here seems to care what they look like. And I, and I was, this had to be eighth grade. This had to be eighth grade. Even some ninth grade, everybody was really good looking in this church. There's a lot of money. This was a huge church. Wow. This was like a super church at that time. I didn't even know that was like a real thing. And I'm like, man, it seems like the emphasis is not on the things that I would expect them to be on. And looking back, I, you know, I had some, I had some concerns. We'll put it that way. But man, did we go on some cool field trips? We did some cool things. A way to meet people. Uh, I got to know some people that weren't in our school district. So it wasn't all bad. Like I, I know I, we framed it at the beginning that some of it's bad. It wasn't all bad at all. There were some really good things about it, and you know, there's there's something to be said for being I didn't a. Frame, I didn't. We didn't frame yeah. it all bad. I framed people will that hear it I that way. No, people will hear it that they way. They can think of what they can think of it the way they want yeah. to, but I, I can't make them think the way they want to. Uh, real quick, I I don't frame mission trips as bad. Yeah. I frame the person who was telling me about their mission trips who yes. tried to rip me off is yes. bad. The, the, that's, right. that, that's the, the priorities of the mission trips. Yeah. Sounds like that was their it's mission yeah. to make sure to take as much money from you yeah. as possible. So what I'm saying is, like, for me, youth groups, with my situation going on at home, they were important because they got me in a routine. They got me doing things. That's great. They got me they, – they were very powerful in making sure that I wasn't doing the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. And even in Chesterland, Ohio, believe it or not, you could get mixed up in some wrong stuff. I think that can happen you get anywhere. mixed up in wrong things everywhere. Right. I, I am not – and, again, it, it, this is not just – you know, this isn't just about – Christianity, I, I'm I'm open minded for a lot of things. It's just my personal belief system is that, and um, I just it's it's not about like you brought up with Liz, you know, my it, it's not about my questions of God. It's just the people preaching it. That's all. And I and I because and this is my personal history because of my protective nature with my mother. Um, and this is, you could look at this as going, well, Ken, you, you might need to seek some therapy. Um, because of my, uh, this show is our therapy, protective nature of my mother from back in the day, growing up, watching her pour herself into, um, the teachings of, of a televangelist who I'm sure there's criticisms of that person, but I, we always kind of, all right, let's just not go to, let's not be zealots here, mom, you know, as I do, get a little nervous w- with Liz. I do get a little nervous there because I've seen it. I've I've seen I've I've seen a little bit of overzealousness and and I don't want the you know I don't want them to be let down. I don't want Liz to be let down by by a preacher and have that affect her relationship with religion. I don't want that to happen. And and that's that's part of the reason I think in my head why I'm so I have so many questions and why I'm like, again, I, when we go to church, I'll shake the preacher's hand, but I'm not, mm. we're not going to have a big thing here. I'm, 
it's like when people go to buy cars and used cars and things like that, like that's kind of how I am. But here's, which, which yeah. you would be surprised considering mm-hmm. I'm, I, I like to slap a lot of friends on the back and think, and I'm a very friendly person, but even that, when but, it comes to that stuff, I get nervous and that's, that's just my personal history. I, I think I, you guys mentioned a buy-in and I thought in college I had that buy-in and I had a buddy who I introduced, I went to our college church, had a buddy who's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, you should come, you know, come to the church or whatever. And we went and, you know, we went there for like a year or whatever. And then afterwards, all of a sudden, the buddy found what I thought the way he kind of perceived it as better people to go to this church. But because I was still, I would go to the Bible study and I would still go out. I would still go out. Me and my other friends, we still go out. Even Would you after bring the-, the Bible with you? Did you have a travel edition of the Bible? Oh, <laughs> one of those miniatures. Oh, the worst part. I used to have one. Oh, the worst part. We would go to the Bible study. I it was not like in college. Yeah, like thir- The Bible study was on Thursday nights. It's like eight o'clock. So yeah, I'm gonna go out afterwards, and my classmates would be out selling cookies at two two o'clock in the morning. And um, I was one of the ones that was in the class. It's like, hey, how's it going? And here's a cookie. You shouldn't be out here. And my roommate was out there, too. And I I will admit, 19, 20-year-old me, I probably didn't have the right approach to religion at that point in time. I I thought I had the right attentions. But, like, I have to live, too. And I think my buddy. So is is Oates, Kenny, right? So to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And, And my buddy used that against me, at least the way I felt, used it against me. And that drove me away from attending church and doing those type of things for a while. But I think that's the wrong intention. I think that's the wrong intention. You know, using church to be better than somebody else is not the right intention. It's supposed to be the betterment of yourself. It's supposed to be the betterment of your soul. That's what it's supposed to be about. That bothers me too. You know, um, that's that's the type of thing that's always throwing me off. Is I, I've known plenty of people that, that have gone to church and are scoundrels. I've had plenty of people in my family who've gone to... Gone, I was raised, raised Presbyterian. I've had plenty of people in my family who went to church, and they were not good people uh, who I share blood with. Um, that I don't think that that's the case. Like Again, I, if you go around with a drink, you go around with a drink. If you, By the way, if you choose your religion to not drink because you believe you have a problem with alcohol, damn it, that's fine too. Uh, I'm not, that doesn't, I don't look at you in a different prism for that. You're using religion to better yourself. You're using religion to better your future. You are using religion to me for the right purposes. Um, I don't get bothered by people giving their personal testament. Um, It can be a, it can, it, it can be a little difficult to get into because you don't usually have that conversation every day. Um, I remember one time we were taking a break at the at the stone plant, and this truck pulled up. And we thought they were picking up a pile of stone, and these dudes just saw five motley looking dudes sitting out there, and a couple of them smoking cigarettes. And I think I was having a dip at the time, and these guys were like, "And I was like, all right, I'll go get I'll go get the fork forklift, and we'll we'll get going. We'll tow motor. I'll go get the tow motor, and we'll get going here. And you know, and." These guys were not there to pick up a pile of stone. They were there to give their personal that really their, happens. their message. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, brother, I know what you're trying to do. And I'm at the time, I'm I'm 20 years old. I'm like, I know what you're trying to do. 
it's fine, but we I I gotta go back to work. So you were being nice dudes, about it at least. Yeah, I was. Well, I was trying to be nice about it. These other two dudes I was working with, they started trying to have a big debate about religion. <laughs> I go, guys, it's Saturday. I'm trying to get the hell out of here. We got. Two, uh, I want to go to the Chinese buffet and then go to the bar later. <laughs> we so, have other that's, priorities. That's yeah. my true religion. <laughs> yeah. So it's it it's cool. I you know I I, I try to just keep an open mind about that. The, but again, just to reiterate, I just get a little nervous around. You know, preachers. That's all. So, how much you putting in that basket on Sundays? That's that's the question. Well, now you no, now you can do an automatic. Thing. I know you do it online. You can do an automatic. Thing. I mean, pretty soon they're just gonna have the iPad and swivel it around. You have to throw it on there right there in front of them while they're watching you. Liz makes me feel better because she gives There's me a run, she gives me a rundown of what they use the money for, which makes me feel better. Yeah, they're doing a really good job because they know they have to mm-hmm. of making sure to itemize every last penny. On, on all that stuff. They're doing a really good job because I go over and see my, my in-laws and they will have come home. They go to like four different churches in town and they have one that they give money to, but then they have the others that on a per basis they're giving money to. And they know exactly to the penny what that money is being spent on. Yeah. It... Boy, I didn't know we were going to get into this Like Cavs playoff tickets yeah. coming up. On Saturday. Evan Mobley, should he be Defensive Player of the Year? Tell me why. You know what? I did not. I'm going to sound like Jason Lloyd here. I did not have a big stance on Defensive Player of the Year because, like I tried to say at the end of the show today, what does it even mean in 2023 in the regular season? Like, first of all, effort. Effort. That's why Marcus Smart won it last year. Marcus Smart was not the best defensive player. He was an important part of their defense, but there were like three other guys that actually played better defense than Marcus Smart. But what we're asking... In 2023, when teams are scoring, when they're on, teams score 130 points. So what does an individual defender even mean to that? I need to see try hard. I need to see effort. And Evan Mobley, for the most part, almost the entire year, I know he got out of the gate slow defensively. His try hard has been there every single night. And it's not just try hard with him. He has instincts. I mean, forget about his length. Forget about his ability to contest shots all over the floor that other guys simply just cannot get to, whether he he gets traded off to defend on the perimeter and then has to dive down off a couple of passes to yeah. make sure he's there to rim protect, especially if Jared Allen's out of the game. Forget about all of that. There has to be a know-how that is almost coach's son type mentality, hmm. that he is seeing stuff before it even happens. And to do that in year two – defensively, everybody thinks about offense. So guys from moment one that they have a ball in their hands, they start dribbling when they're five years old, they're thinking offense. They're not thinking defense. Mobley's defensive IQ, it is such a level that I wish I wouldn't have missed this. It's tough to see in college. You know, you watch five games of somebody playing college, and you can't really see that, especially with the breakdowns from the other teammates. His defensive IQ is that of a 10-year vet. Plus, he has the length to still make up for any mistakes he makes. Uh, he and, and guys won't even try to finish around him. That's why his block totals, in my opinion, are not that high. It's not because he's afraid to foul. It's because guys throw the ball back out. Really, They don't really challenge him. They'll challenge Jared Allen. And so you'll see some amazing posters with Jared Allen, but you'll also see him get the best of some of those guys occasionally too. You just don't see what Evan Mobley's able to do by anybody in the league, forget about guys in their second year. So I'm also not going to be devastated if he doesn't win it because if he doesn't win it this year, folks, 
The Cavs will have the full campaign next year, and as long as he stays healthy, he'll probably win it next year. He's going to win a bunch of these. They'll just the only reason he won't is because they'll get sick of it and it'll be fatigue after a while. That's how good he is defensively. That I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be surprised if he won it three times in the next four years. Really? So even if he misses out this year, he didn't have the groundswell of support. This is a politicking award. All these are now. He didn't have that until about the month left in the season well, he just mark. Probably didn't think they had a realistic chance of getting it. The Cavs were pushing Jared Allen earlier in the year, yeah, first two months. That's right. Yeah, you're right. So, unfortunately for Allen, he'll never he'll never win it now. It's never going to happen. He can't. But Evan Mobley can win a bunch of these. The question that, you know, all of us are going to have seems like that should be a pretty seamless transition into the postseason for his defense. It is there. Now, look, the differences in the playoffs, everybody tries. So, Darius Garland's been given a lot of credit lately for his defense. I think he's a terrible defender. But what does he do really well? He tries. This year, I saw a tryhard out of Darius Garland to make up for his size limitations. Problem is, once we get in the playoffs, everybody tries. So, what, God, the plan. When you get into the regular playoffs and you're in series, everybody does try hard. So how much better will the Cavs' defense be compared to everybody else when those teams really weren't playing defense mm-hmm. all year the way the Cavs were? So do the Cavs lose a little bit of their defensive advantage when they hit the playoffs, or is it quite the opposite? That they're already so in tune with their team defensive traits and their schemes that playoff time, it's right there. They're ready to roll. And has JB been holding some stuff back? Are all of a sudden the Cavs going to be trapping in the corners and doing some Miami Heat stuff that Miami Heat used to be known for? Stuff you wouldn't see all year. And then come playoff time, what are they they running a 1-3-1? Are they running a diamond press in the NBA? Like all of a sudden you see these things you haven't seen all year. So that is what I'm interested in seeing, that the Cavaliers are going to be uh, really active defensively. That was a hell of a breakdown. And I think Evan Mobley can be the anchor of that. I know what everyone's saying, you know, Jason Lloyd just told us that Allen is the anchor of that defense. Okay, but it's coming. It's coming for Evan Mobley. Do we have a question tomorrow on the show? Who's got to be the second best player for the Cavs? Mobley or Allen? I like or it. Mobley or uh, Garland? I like it because Darius Garland is going to be a fascinating case. First ever playoffs. He is one of the smallest guards. One of the smallest starting guards in the NBA. You know, even Brunson. Brunson's about the same height as him, but Brunson's got 30 pounds on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does his body withstand a brutal, if it is brutal, a brutal, a physical six, seven game series in your first playoff array? Shot 40% from three this year. He's incredible. Does he still have his legs? Does he have all that at the end of a big series if they need him to? I can't wait to see that. Did you uh, Did you see what Jim Weber tweeted, by the way? No. Uh, you you brought the Cavender twins to my attention. Yes. I guess they told the Today Show they're going to enter the WWE. I did not see that. Hey, excuse me. Hmm. I guess this is the new version of the Bella Twins. Would you imagine they'll have a reality show by the end of the month? They'll, they'll have a reality the, show. Be on the E Network. There you go. All right. Well, what a podcast. That was deep. Do you have anything left to say? Can you break down the diamond one defense? I'll do it next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 